Welcome to Living Off the Land, the All Things Cleveland podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Jordan, and Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. Hey, what's up, everybody? We are coming to you for the Browns postgame show after a 31-21 Browns win over the Houston Texans. I'm Dan here with Steve and Ryan. What's up, fellas? How we doing? Can't have a better day than this. Sun's shining, it's beautiful, and the Browns won. Not only Browns win, but two of the three other divisional opponents have already lost with the third one having to play the two-time defending AFC champion that we just lost to, the Kansas City Chiefs. So hoping for a Chiefs win tonight against Baltimore, and uh, it will indeed be the perfect day. So what you're saying is that there are no teams in the AFC North at 2-0. None. Not all right. Nope. So uh, let's get into it. Browns win, move to 1-1. One and one. Uh, Lots to unpack in this game. Some positive. Uh, we got some really – Nice performances out of a rookie, uh, Demetri Felton. Uh, he was probably the difference in the game, the player of the game, really, um, with his big play that we'll get into. Um, there was also not there was. Wait some, a second. So you actually agree with Aaron Goldhammer on something? Oh, is that he what gave he said? <laughs> he gave Felton his game ball today. I mean, who else were you going to give it to? I mean, maybe Nick Chubb. He had that 20, 28-yard touchdown run at the end to mm. put it out of reach. But, I mean, Felton, the game was still in the balance when Felton struck with that uh, 33-yard screen pass where he – uh, spun the guy right off his hip and, and went into the end zone. Early on, I was ready to give the game ball to Sion Takitaki for uh, recovering oh, the muff the, punt the and muff making punt. a bunch yeah. of plays on, on defense. But he was about the only person making plays on defense in the first half. Yeah. Um, so let's go through our early thoughts of the game, uh, and then we'll kind of dissect everything. What, what did you guys think of the game overall today? And Because uh, I have my thoughts, but I want to hear from you guys because um, – I was in the Muni lot today and then watched the game in a crowded bar, so I didn't really get to watch the game too in-depth. It was kind of just like, you know, just watching it, but you couldn't really hear the, the commentators or anything like that. Um, so what did you guys think of today's game? It was kind of, you know, it's interesting. It was sort of like the inverse of last week. Last week was a loss <laughs> that had some encouraging pieces, so it pseudo felt like, a, again, a, a mild win or a, 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 yeah. a, a moral victory of moral sorts, victory. which, again, I, I still want to get away from because we, we are beyond that now. No moral victories. But uh, today was one of those wins that felt like a loss because the manner in which we played for at least the first half and borderline a part of that third quarter as well was – Really concerning. Um, yeah. The way that uh, the defense played was – I know that we're going to get into a lot of defensive things here in a little bit, but the defense has numerous concerns top to bottom from scheme down to individual performances. And uh, e- even on offense, you know, we we still have plenty of depth at various positions, but some key injuries which are concerning. 
Uh, not to mention some young guys playing like young guys. I'm looking at you, Schwartz, who had a great week last week, who was a direct contributor to that Baker interception. Because mm-hmm. um, that that ball was pretty damn well thrown. That that was, was a perfect, not a bad pass. It was a perfect ball if he just would have continued his route. He just, but he stopped. Because, I don't know if he was scared if he heard footsteps and he was scared of getting hit over the middle because it was an in-breaking route and safety was coming down. The safety that actually ended up picking yeah. off the pass because Schwartz just stopped. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a learning experience. It's it's a lot easier to learn those things off of a win than mm, a loss. Yeah, so. I'd rather I'd rather happen in a win for sure. But yeah, um, there was just, yeah, it, it was one of those. Again, we got the W, which is the ultimate goal. But man, it was it was a rough it was a rough outing. Yeah. You know this this was a game where we were all expecting it to be you know a blowout, and we were going to be getting a lot of guys even borderline getting some starters, some rest to end the game. Yeah. Uh, and it was very much not the case. It went down to the wire. I'll say this uh, before before you chime in, Steve. Um, I'm not sold we win that game if Terod Taylor doesn't get hurt at halftime. I completely agree. The way our defense was playing, I completely yeah. agree. Yeah. And, be, I mean, proof in the pudding, um, was it Cooks? Or who was it? Where, who, who had the massive overthrow? Um, Mills um, came in. I, I, what, I forget, whoever that receiver was absolutely cooked our secondary. Yeah, it was, it was a, standing alone in the end zone. Yeah. In a better ball, and that's 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 dropped was, in there. That's it was a, John Johnson again. Was it Johnson again? Not not awesome. Yeah. Not awesome. Um you know, one of the big free agent gets for us, and I'm I'm not yep. saying he's not no not not right the guy, but right now, two and weeks again, nobody, in, there's been a couple of issues. Yeah. And again, it, it wasn't completed, so nobody's ever gonna remember that. But it, yeah, it was it was number forty three. You know, I know because his back was turned, his back was facing the ball because he got roasted. Because he got cooked again. Yeah. yeah, cooked by cooks. How about that? Yeah, yeah, but uh, Newsom had you know some issues. Greg Ward, Newsom uh, had or, the um, Denzel <laughs> Ward. I, I'm combining them. Greg Ward. Yeah, <laughs> Denzel Ward got cooked a lot early, especially early. Yeah, uh, he's set, playing. Yeah. Settled down by the end of the game, but started the game rough. Yeah, Newsom yeah. had that. Newsom had that long uh, defensive pi. He made up for it shortly thereafter mm-hmm. um, with a really nice pass mm-hmm. breakup. But still, yeah, he 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 wasn't anywhere close to looking for the ball. He just straight fell on the guy after getting burned. So yeah, we just crossed the board. We had some issues on defense, mm-hmm. and uh, I think a conversation that we can get into now or we can get into it later. But big picture, it's going to come down to: is this an individual player uh, situation where guys aren't doing what they need to be doing? Or do we need to look bigger picture at scheme? Yeah. Um, it, it, we've been lining up in some curious positions. I mean, Denzel was lining up so, so far off the line yeah. of scrimmage to start the game. And all they did is yeah. Ty- Tyrod was throwing yeah. s- little he slants. Recognized it, yeah. it, was, it was just a little dump off slants, but they went for 8, 10, 12 yards every single time. Yeah. Steve, what did you think? So this game wasn't too far outside my expectations, actually. I had said that, you know, this was a game where – Houston was probably going to hang around for a half, and then the Browns were going to assert themselves in the second half. And you know, I, you know, I took the Houston in the points today uh, narrowly because I just thought that thirteen and a half was just a little too many. And as it turns out, that's what it was. Um, I mean, if there was one thing that I was slightly disappointed about is the fact that the defense continues to not be able to get off the field on third down. That's been a problem for forever, it seems. Um, but honestly, you know, Baker Mayfield really showed something today. 
because the Browns were down 14-7. to mm-hmm. Baker ends up hurting his shoulder. Mm-hmm. He comes back in, and literally he's out not just passing. He's running the ball on mm-hmm. a lot of these plays. Actually, the Browns tying touchdown late in the second quarter was on a, was on a quarterback dash. I mean, he showed so much mental and um, physical toughness today. I was really impressed with that. I mean, I yeah. don't think that can be, you know— it's sometimes easy to overlook that because, you know, he's the quarterback he's supposed to be. But, you know, he was excellent. Nick Chubb was excellent. Um, the Browns ran the ball almost at will in I was, the second half, which was, is exactly was, what we kind of figured was going to happen. So I was waiting for the text after Nick Chubb ripped off that touchdown run. Nick Chubb. Yeah, I was waiting for it. <laughs> you know, it's so, I mean, I wasn't too surprised. I mean, I guess the only little surprise that I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed in the defense mm-hmm. right now. But, um, I mean, they made enough plays to not let this game get out of hand. But um, the fact that they still allowed an eight, a 16-play, eight-minute touchdown drive to a backup quarterback in the second half was not a good to a backup day. Cor- a rookie backup quarterback. Yeah. Davis Mills. And I do think if Tyrod Taylor had been in this whole game, I, you know, I don't know if we would have lost this game, but it certainly <sighs> would have made it a hell of a lot more interesting uh, coming down to yeah, the end. It's probably a field goal game at, at the end. Especially considering than... that we lost Jarvis Landry, and I don't know if Ooh. we were planning on throwing the ball to the receivers a lot more today, but it seemed like that game plan more or less went out the window if it was, and they yeah, ended I, up going more to the backs and the tight it, ends. I think it was a con- I, I, I do think they changed their game plan on the fly, and I think it was a combination of three things that happened with the receivers today. I think it was Jarvis getting hurt. We already know OBJ didn't play. Beckham not being available. Then it was Peoples-Jones fumbling. And then it was Anthony Schwartz cutting off a route uh, as Baker threw it. I, again, I don't know why he stopped that route. What Did he think he was about to get hit? I don't know. Um, did he think Baker wasn't going to throw it to him? I don't know. But you can't do that. That's not, When your quarterback's throwing it over the middle, you can't just stop. No. That's not how that works. Yeah, that was definitely not an option route yeah. situation. And you're I, not, not giving Schwartz option routes. Yeah, and I think, um, I think those three uh, plays – Stefanski basically on the fly was just like, okay, we're going to win this by running the football and throwing to our backs and our tight ends. Because OBJ's hurt, Jarvis goes out. Those are your those are your two veteran uh, receivers. I don't know what's going on with Richard Higgins. That this is like, <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, why is he like seemingly below Schwartz and Peoples Jones on the depth chart he right ca- now? He came in. He came in when Landry got and he, and he had two pretty big catches, and then we didn't hear from him again. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's something behind the scenes, something because this is now three coaching staffs that, uh, you know, he has a little bit of success and then he just kind of goes away. I, and I don't understand. Like, like obviously DPJ and Anthony Schwartz and Lan- obviously Landry and OBJ are outperforming him in practice, but guys like DPJ and Anthony Schwartz are too. And we know the Browns' uh, offense, they're not going to play a ton of receivers. Um, they had to in necessity today because OBJ's out and Jarvis got hurt early in the game. But it's it's interesting. I you know I understand DPJ. Not I, I was confused why DPJ didn't get targeted more in Week One. I get it today because he had that fumble and you just can't do that. Um, it was kind of an unlu- unlucky play because the uh, the defender kind of got his helmet on it, and knocked it out, but. A similar play happened later in the game with Higgins caught the ball off in the middle, and you saw him turn. He he saw he was going to get hit. He kind of turned his back to protect the ball, and kind of spun off the defender and went to the ground. 
protecting the ball. That's what DPJ probably should have done. Now, was he thinking about some yaks, some yards after catch? Probably. But you got to secure the ball first. And, again, he's a young player, but. It's reminiscent of some of the fumbles that Harrison Bryant had yeah. uh, last season, which really caused he me played to get well on today. his case. Mm-hmm. The whole tight end today. group was awesome today. Yeah, yeah. They did everything right. I'm not a fan of – I'm still not a fan of Austin Hooper f- catching the ball and just falling down all the time, but I guess whatever. Um, I wish they would have thrown the ball to Njoku more, especially down in the red zone. Um, they didn't throw the ball very much in the red zone. No, and again, we two weeks in a row. We for threw, that. we only threw the ball twenty one times. Yeah. So Baker was a measly nineteen of twenty one for two hundred yeah. and whatever yards. Yeah, no big deal. Two incompletions. And, yeah. and actually, one, of, one technically. One. Yeah. yeah. One and then the one and then the pick that shouldn't have been a pick because right. Schwartz stopped right. his route. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, that 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 sums it up for me on, on the offensive side of the ball. I need to talk about the defense a little bit because I'm frustrated, and I'm frustrated. I, I might be, I might be, uh, this might be a little off-putting for for some of our listeners because I know that uh, these players are so beloved and and I love them too, and this is why I'm going to be a little bit hard on them because I know that they're they're way better than they are. Um, I I don't want to hear the double team excuse on Miles Garrett because Aaron Donald gets doubled and triple teamed all the time, and he gets one to two sacks every game. And he's doing it from the interior, not from yes. the edge. Yes. Miles Garrett is one of the highest-paid defensive players in the in the league. Uh, for him to just disappear, and again, he had some pressures, whatever. He didn't get to the quarterback, not once. Um, I, he's got to be better than that. He's and, and and aside from that sandwich sack he had with Jadavian Clowney on on Mahomes uh, at the end of the game last week, he hasn't done anything in the first couple weeks. We can't blame it on COVID lungs like he had last year. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't we can't blame. I, I'm not double. I'm not blaming it on double teams and triple teams and chipping and stuff because all of the great pass rushers in the NFL go through that and they still put up huge numbers. Now, Miles Garrett could come out and have three sacks next week, but I need him to be more consistent. I need him to make game wrecking plays. Not every week, but he's got to do it. Like last year, he had strip sacks like almost every week, especially early in the year before he got COVID. He was getting a sack or two a game. That's what he's got to do. Today, he was pretty non-existent to me, and it's frustrating because he's one of the best, if not the, like you said, Aaron Donald plays on the interior, so I'm not counting him for this. Miles mm-hmm. Garrett's, if not the best, one of the best uh, edge rushers in the game. Absolutely. And he needs to be better. He needs to. And Denzel Ward needs to be better, too. If you're going to be – if you're going to uh, – if you're going to laud yourself as a as a lockdown corner, I can't see Brandon Cooks or whoever it was. I can't remember. Uh, Nico Collins, maybe. Yeah. Uh, take a quick slant and take it 30 yards right on you. I can't see Brandon Cooks just roast you a couple times like he did. I just can't see it. You have to be better than that. Maybe it is scheme. Like you said, he was playing off the ball, especially early. He was playing way off the ball. Way deep. I don't know if that was the scheme, but – Obviously, Houston recognized it, and they went right at it because they had a lot of success going to number 21's way, especially earlier in the game. Yeah, I think that's that's what I think was even most concerning to me is uh, one of the broadcasters even made this kind of comment, comment like offhand, like within the first quarter, they were picking on Denzel Ward. Like, think about that. They weren't that's, even throwing to Greg Newsom. They, they were, Who's the rookie? Like, think about of all the corners you would think about getting picked on, uh, of, of all the DBs you would be yeah. a target – on this team, 
you would never think it would right. be Denzel Ward, who's right. about to be paid theoretically like <laughs> one of the next great yeah. lockdown corners, or at least he's hoping to be. Yeah. So it was a crazy. It was that was crazy to see. Um, and our linebackers stink. The linebacking situation is is bad. You know, lo- losing Walker. Oh, it uh, hurts. That that was a real bummer. Uh, We're down. I mean, we are uh, we are down two starting linebackers with Walker and Jacob. Jacob Phillips got hurt before the season started. Yeah, but. the Phillips injury is again immediately because proven it, concerning. Because then it forces employee fifty one to get on the field, especially on defense, and we all know what happens when that happens. I think we're. It can be denied no longer. Uh, 51 is the new 23. <laughs> like I said, I didn't even watch the game that closely because of where I was and everything going on. But The, the linebacker <sighs> position, and I, I won't even pick on just him. It, it was truly across the board. The, the linebacking play is is concerned. And so I am sure that we're going to continue to hear rumors about potential you know, guys who are currently free agents you know, coming yep. in. Um, on the yeah, one that, hand, fine. On the other hand, if you're not employed by this point in time, it's probably for pretty good reason. True. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. You know, another thing that, that we got to look at is is the injury thing. You know, Malik McDowell went down. Well, yeah, did he, did he come back in the game or I don't. No? I don't know, actually. I, I saw I, him get hurt. but cause I, I don't know if he did. But It was actually off a really good play. It was a tackle yeah. for loss, and then yeah. he just – I saw him like, just, like, roll over. Yeah. I don't know if he was grabbing his ribs or – I don't know what happened. I, I, I Maybe he got was, a – I thought it was, like, growing a rib, so I'm uh, hoping it's not, like, a hernia I thing wonder if, or like, a broken rib. It looked like he was dragging the guy down. I wonder if he got, like, a heel of a cleat, like – Right up in the rib Maybe. or something. I hope it was just the wind got knocked out of him. But I, truth be told, I, I don't know the status of where he's at. But that yeah. that will be a problem if we end up losing him for any stretch of time. Yeah. It's sounding like Landry's going to be gone for at least a month or so with a sprained uh, MCL, sprained knee. Yeah, that's that's not good. He's <sighs> he's out he's out for at least a few weeks for sure. Um, and hopefully, but well, we'll see. Like I, I hope this if if he's not ready. Don't play Odell if he's not ready. If he's ready, he's got to be in there next week. Um, yeah. Because I, e- even though, you know, I don't think we're going to have to score a lot of points to beat the Bears. Um, if he doesn't play next week, I think it's going to be another running back tight end game because I. Oh yeah. Without Landry and OBJ, I I don't I I don't think Stefanski really trusts his and and after today I don't blame him after what happened with. Um. With DPJ and Schwartz, um, and again, it was just one play from each of them, but they were really bad plays. So yeah. we'll see. Hopefully, the sh- they can the bounce sh- back. The, yeah, the Schwartz situation was the the more egregious for me. I know that Donovan yeah, should have DPJ's was 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 that was so bang bang. Yeah, it was I mean, more than, more when, or less unlucky. When it even happened, I I when I first saw it, I was like, oh, incomplete pass. I didn't yeah. even think he made a football move. Well, yeah. obviously, when you slow it down, no, he definitely he caught, he secured, and he took his steps. So, <laughs> yeah. and know, his second, he kind of turned, and his second foot came down as the ball was hit. Oh. Yeah, and it's just yeah, helmet that that was textbook for the defense. Yeah. You know that was put put your hat on it and pop it out, and yeah. so. A combination of could he have done a better job with it? Yes. Also, was it pretty unlucky? Yeah. Yeah, it was very unlucky. I'm not. I'm not here to, so. to totally rag on the guy. I'm just saying, like, fumble can't happen like that. Yeah, especially like we, as you, you were know, approaching the red zone. Yeah. Um, we talked about it last week with Nick Chubb. He didn't fumble today. I mean, now he only yeah. got 11 carries, which, you know, he didn't get 
Was it 11? I think it was 11. I think it was, it was 11 carries. 11 for 5 yards and yeah. a touchdown. 11 for 95, and th- which, which – Think about that. Which, for me, thank God, he got that 28-yard touchdown at the end of the game because I have him in fantasy. Yeah. So, By the way, this this whole day is my fault because I, I got cocky and I started the Browns' defense in fantasy. So I want to apologize to uh, everyone. It's all your <laughs> fault. It's all your fault. I thought for sure – I thought for sure that this would be like – like fumble in pick city. I really, I really thought yeah. it was going to be a, a, a feast. Well, I'll tell you what. Like I go back to saying, if our star defensive end does his job, it could have been. It changes everything. Yeah, it really does. By the I, way, I will say there's one. There was one bright spot on the defense today, and that was uh, Grant Delpit. Yep, great uh, to see when him. He out came, there. When he came in, that was that was really awesome. And then he had the uh, um, he had the strip sack that the at, at the Later in the game, and the Texans O lineman picked it up. Yep, um, but he blasted Davis Mills. He he popped yeah. him good. I mean, he had he had two sacks on the day, and the one could have been a fumble. Oh, did he have a second sack? Yeah, he had. One, he? Yeah, yeah, he had two. I believe. Yeah, it's just again, it's me not being <laughs> yeah. like. <laughs> no, he had um, he had a ridiculous day at the office. So good yeah. for him to, to to get him out there and yeah. and can he can he gain thirty pounds in a week and play linebacker for us? Oh my god, probably probably a bit of a stretch. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know what we're gonna do at linebacker, um, but that's, you know, uh, it, it, it's hindsight's twenty twenty. But and and I, I love JOK, but drafting a two hundred fifteen pound linebacker and thinking that's gonna solve your linebacker woes at, on a defense is probably not the smartest. Yeah, well, thing in the world. Yeah, but and, again, and he injuries like Anthony Walker probably makes a difference today if he's out there. Yeah, for sure. And and big picture. Today's not the kind of day for uh, a JOK to have maximum impact. Right. He, he's more of the spy type. He's 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 the Lamar Jackson, yeah, Patrick him, Mahomes, Kryptonite guy. We need him to have a big day when we play Baltimore. He's not the. I mean, the the rookie quarterback Davis Mills is is sitting yeah. in the pocket trying to like dump it, dump passes off yeah. and doink and dink your way for. This actually was a pretty good uh, test game for. Uh, our game against Baltimore, the way that uh, Terod Taylor was moving around back there yeah. and, and running. He, if it wasn't for his bad hamstrings, then he'd uh, – Yeah, we got – when, when uh, the second – I had no idea he got hurt in the first half. And then I, the second half started and they said Davis Mills. I'm like, what? Yeah, I saw – there was a couple points in time where he looked like he had, was kind of hobbling a, a little bit. The touchdown run, he like he was walking he, he after scoring. He so didn't really like hop around and celebrate. And there was another play where I think where he, he did it – I think he did it right at the end when uh, – uh, what was it? They they got a. It was right at the end of the half, but they got a penalty, and uh, he kind of like he was running to the left, and he kind of reached back and threw it out of bounds to the right. You yep. saw him like grab his helmet. Like I thought he was just like pissed. I wonder if maybe he thought like, oh crap, that's my hamstring. Nah, Great, he, I'm he, not. I think you're. Right. I think he did it then, and he knew it. Yeah. Um, I feel for the guy, man. He's 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 a quality guy he's a he's clearly respected i can say he, this now after we won yes i agree with he's, you he's got some physical attributes but man he's snake bit between yeah. the between this situation what happened a couple years ago here with with baker sitting behind him and the concussion the freak thing out and uh with the chargers with the stupid lung no oh, the oh. lung poke with from the shot you know yeah. what i mean like just like the bills dude, when they yeah. drafted uh josh allen and yeah Guy's just snake yeah. bit. He's he's a, he's a quality guy, and I, I wish him the best. But man, he no matter where he goes, he's getting banged up or he's getting supplanted by the the heir apparent. But uh, you know that is what it is. Um, 
you know, again, I, I will circle back to a win is still a win. We're one and one. Assuming the Chiefs do what we all expect them to do, we should be in good position within the division. And uh, it'd be it's <laughs> it'll be interesting to see what the division looks like if the if the two teams from Ohio are sitting there at one and one, and then the Steelers and the Ravens are both winless. Well, Steelers have a win. They beat Buffalo last week. Oh, they did. I yeah. forgot. I thought they choked that win away. Which, which is why yeah. Buffalo Buffalo's on my shit list for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, they just they just beat yeah. the absolute tar out of Miami. Yeah, that was a. Uh, they're that frustrated. That that's what we should have done today. Yes. And it, I know. And I know they knocked Tua out of the game early. So my Miami really didn't have a chance. Even though I'm not the biggest Tua fan, but yeah. Um. Anytime you got to go to your backup quarterback, it's not good news. That's why I freaked out when when uh, Baker didn't get up originally. That's kind of a theme of the day, actually. Teams having to go to their backup yeah. quarterback and yeah. not uh, having good outcomes. Yeah. Uh, for the most part, anyway. That's why I freaked out when Baker. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god. And my buddy's texting me. He's like, oh, it's a stinger. That looks like a stinger. I'm like, I don't think so. The way he was, the way his arm was drooped like that. Uh. And then he went back into the lock, or uh, yeah, back into the locker room. And uh, after the game, he said, yeah, it popped out and popped it back in. So I think that's what they did when he ran to the locker room. They're like, bite, bite down on this. Yeah, yoink. And then give, <gasps> give him a shot of something to yeah. numb it up. Because again, with it, with it being non-throwing arm. That's the biggest that, key that's, because that's if that if that happens to his and, and Steve, you know this, you've had shoulder shoulder issues. Mm-hmm. If that happened to his right arm, he'd probably be out for a month. He he would not have been able to play the rest oh, of this no. game. And yeah, I mean you you yeah. you're probably talking about at least a month time frame. If it was a dislocation, if it was a separation, it would be even longer. It'd probably yeah. be like six weeks right. or seven. Which <laughs> then everything goes out the window for us. Yeah, but I I love. Thankfully, it was his left arm. I love Case Keenan with a clipboard and a visor. I yeah. don't love Case Keenan with a helmet. Yeah. I love <laughs> this. I want to be really Here's clear. Here's He's a thing. quality <laughs> veteran leader. But, I yeah. don't want him throwing footballs. Listen, if Baker's got to miss a month, could Case Keenum get us a win or two? Maybe. No, I, I I think he could. I do too. Well, especially given how much running we do and how much play action we we utilize, yeah. it's a pretty backup friendly system, yeah. I would think. But, but if, would he get us a win with Jarvis and OBJ out? No. no. I don't know. But again, so like I here's my thought, and this is a bit of a departure. If your offense is centered around a quarterback that can do things that other guys just can't, a Patrick Mahomes Maybe I know Dan will disagree, but even physically with his legs, a Lamar Jackson, heck, even Josh Allen with that cannon he has. Yeah. When you build your offense around guys like that, they are way harder to replace. Oh yeah. I love Baker, but the difference between what Baker can do physically and his backup, I don't think is as great yeah. as the difference between like they're built Mahomes in the, yeah, and they're and built Allen in the same mold. It's just Baker's better. He's Baker better. Has more next, phys- yeah, he's more talented. He's younger, stronger. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. If if Lamar Jackson gets hurt. The Ravens are one of the worst teams in the football. Yeah. Oh, imagine what especially Casey, this year. I fully believe that. Imagine what Casey is without Patrick Mahomes. I I agree. It's a similar situation. Agreed. I don't even know who their backup. Co- oh, hi, it's Chad Henney, the guy that beat us in the play. Oh, yeah. But irony. Yeah, I, I wanted to get back to this because yeah. I wanted to get your guys' take on it because I feel like uh, people who listen to this are going to tell me that I'm stupid. Am I way off base saying that stuff about Miles and? No. And Denzel to a lesser degree, but Miles. So, Miles, I don't want to give him too many excuses, mm-hmm. but Miles does get a little bit of the LeBron treatment in the sense that they won't 
always get foul calls sure. or penalty calls that sure. they deserve because they're such physical freaks in their right. specimens. So things that would otherwise normally <laughs> like send LeBron fl- like a, a, a basketball player flying to to LeBron, it's like a bug on a windshield. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or you know, so there's there there is some of that. Miles definitely gets held. I feel like, and this is probably me being a homer. I admit, but I feel like he gets he does not get a lot of calls yeah. called on, uh, in his favor. With that Agreed. being said. You've listed Aaron Donald before. There's other – I mean, T.J. Watt does it. Like, other guys are physically specimens. Yeah. They're quality, and they still get the job done. So, at the end of the day, right. if you want to get paid, that's part of the deal. If you have one of the richest contracts in the entire game, then guess what? You are yeah. held to higher expectations. Yeah. And that means suck it up and get off that double team or yeah. fight through the, the the hold or the penalty or the whatever. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think you're off base at all. I would put more of that on Miles than I would Ward. I think Ward had a better day uh, and rec- recovered better from his sloppier start. Um, but yeah, no, I, I don't think you're. I don't think you're crazy or a, a, a jerk at all. I think it's extremely valid. Yeah. And again, I I'm not. I, I love Miles Garrett. Like I, I think he's pound for pound probably the best pass, the best edge rusher in the game. Um, but with that. It's like the with great power the old Spider Man uh, line with great power comes great responsibility. His with great talent comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. So if you disappear, it's gonna get called out. It it's he he disappeared he wasn't he disappeared for most of the game. And I wonder here's another thing I wanna ask. I don't I don't know if I believe this, but I wanna ask this and get your guys' opinion. Do you think he has like that like mean street killer instinct in him? Like where he's like, Okay, I don't care how many guys you're putting on me. I'm going to get the quarterback on this play. Like something you see like Aaron Donna where he just will blow up the guard on the inside and just sack the guy and the play doesn't even have a chance. Hmm. Like do you see, because some of the some of the things and again, I'm not saying this. I'm saying what things were were reported, not reported, but things that were said about him in college was that not necessarily that he took plays off in college, but you know that that mean streak, like the edge. I'm gonna beat your ass to like talking to the tackle. I'm gonna beat your ass on this play. And there's nothing you can do about it. Again, to use another basketball analogy, you know, less Kobe and more LeBron in yeah. terms of mentality and killer instinct. That that <coughs> I haven't really thought about it, but I could see it. Yeah, I could see it because he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy to to say like, okay, I got paid now, I'm gonna chill for the next couple of years. I don't yeah, think I don't yeah. th- I don't think he's Ezekiel Elliott. Right. <laughs> um, and hey, listen, that's I'm a Buckeye fan. All right, like I I know what I just said there. Yeah. Um. So I I don't think that he's you know rich and fat and happy and he's just gonna chill no, for the I next don't four agree. years. Yeah. But maybe there is something to that mentality attitude thing, or maybe he's still getting his ass kicked by you know the remnants of the COVID thing. I don't know. I, that, that feels like such a long time ago, but doubtful. I I, I yeah, that yeah. sounds that feels like a stretch to throw him that to that. Yeah. I mean, that, that life we're line. almost we're almost at a year. Now we're talking about like COVID. Ten nine, months. nine ten months out. Yeah, yeah. So I don't uh, know. Yeah. It could I, be. I I will say at, uh, at the end of the game they showed him he was huffing and puffing out there. Yeah. Um, and I'm not you know. Obviously, he's in greater physical condition than probably 99.99% of NFL players out there, but especially for his size. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just wonder. And, and again, like I, I still think he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. I think he's one of the best players on defense in the league. And like I said earlier, he could come out and have three sacks next week and literally win us the game with a strip sack, scoop and score, or whatever. You know, Who knows? He might do that. He did that last year against Joe Burrow. 
um, and uh, week two against the Bengals. So he might do it next week. Who knows? But for today, I, I, I if he was, let, let's just put it this way: if he wasn't in there, I don't think our defense would have played any worse or any better. Hmm. So I, I don't think he impacted. I don't. I really don't that think he impacted. That statement the game. might be the biggest indictment of all: the fact that him being right. there really didn't have any bearing I thought, on I how thought, the defense as a unit played. I thought Clowney played a hell of a much better game than than Miles did today. Yeah, Clowney was in there. He got a couple hits on the quarterback. He he was good in the run game. He was very good in the run. The game. Run game. Yeah, yeah that's we, his, we, that's his calling card. Our run defense was strong today. I tell you what, for as for as many gaffes as we had in, in the. Past defense, the run yeah. D looked really strong. Yeah, they were good. And that for was the most a testament part. to Clowney and Malik Jackson and Malik McDowell. Yeah, the three of them, I think, had great days. Woo, that was a big yawn. I've been up since five thirty in the morning, <laughs> getting down to the Muni before that eight. Muni tailgate. Ugh. Um, Steve, what do you think about the whole Miles Garrett conversation? You know, I just think that there are some games where you know your top D lineman, you know. Again, scheme has a lot to do with it. You know, you get shut out. There are other games, as you allude to, where they could come up with, you know, two, three, four sacks and just completely, or, again, cause turnovers and just completely change the game on his own. Yeah. It seems like it's, de- defensive end is not as consistent a performance type position as you see with quarterback or, you know, some of the ones on offense. Uh, I think you just have to take with a grain of salt, you know, games like this and then, you know, just really appreciate the truly great performances that we've seen from yeah. Garrett in the past. Yeah. Um, but again, the other side of it is, is if you, if the other team is throwing two and three guys at Garrett, then some of the blame has to go on the two D tackles and the, the end on the other opposite side. Fair. You know, what exactly are they doing to get to the quarterback? Cause that means that they're, they're getting single coverage. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, I'm not, yeah. But also, some of this has to be some of the blame has to go on the D coordinator because how many times did we how many times did we bring the blitz today? Not, not much. Many. Not many. You know, so pretty much you're saying okay, it's all on the D line to get home. Yeah, if they're not well, getting home. There are some situations where you gotta like yeah. maybe you change the alignment, maybe you you know throw a blitz every so often. You know, keep the the offensive line on their toes, and you know, coaching from a coaching standpoint, we didn't do that today. Yeah, and, and I go back to uh, the personnel on defense uh, with that because we don't really have blitzing linebackers. I mean, JOK maybe, but he's still getting his feet wet. But, I mean, do you see Malcolm Smith getting home ever? Do you see <laughs> Employee 51 getting home ever? Do you see uh, Taki Taki is pretty good getting in there in the run game, but on obvious passing downs, either he's not in there because he's only a run-stopping linebacker. He's or, a little bit too slow for that. Yeah, so – uh, I think schematically and because of the personnel, and again, I'm, I'm frustrated with our linebacking situation because this is now going on two years where um, the linebacker, the linebacking situation is the weakness of the football team. And we tried to address it, and I love JOK. We tried to adjust, address it with an undersized uh, linebacker who's the size of a safety. And to this point, and again, it's only two games, and we won the game today. So I don't want to get too critical, but – it's just it's frustrating that 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 is the issue once again with this football team is 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 the is the line is the second level of the, of the defense. So, you know, we'll see. Um, again, I I thought what I will say positive is, unlike in years past and even maybe last year, 
uh, you, you're talking with the the Raider game that we sh- that we played like crap and we ended up losing. This team this year, especially today, and obviously we're 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 going on two games so far. Um, the Browns, for better or worse, played like crap today, and a lot of it had to do with uh, the the fact that we won by two. The fact that we won by ten points is is because Tyrod Taylor got hurt at at halftime. Like I said, I don't hard know. If, to, hard to disagree with that assertion. Like I said, I, I don't know if we win that game if Tyrod Taylor's hurt the way he was playing. Um, but I, I thought I thought for a lot of the game we didn't play very well, well and we were still able to win. That's what I was gonna say. Is is the flip side of this? I I totally agree. If 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 Taylor doesn't come out, we we are in a, a very different situation at this point. But we played very substandard today. Yeah. We and, even let, and, and won by two scores. Yeah, I mean, like you you brought up the sixteen play, eighty eight yard drive for a touchdown. That was with Davis Mills at quarterback. The Texans had two drives of eighty five yards or more for touchdowns. Yeah, today. that's unacceptable. That's terrible. It's unacceptable. And one, again, one was with a back quarterback. But if you go back to last week and you compare it with this week again, the Browns first half had two really big mistakes. Yeah. People's Jones fumbling and the interception. Yeah. And. Even despite that, you know, well, the Texans gave away seven points on the muff punt, which yep. you know that's that's my, you know, pet peeve. Worst play in football is to is to fumble away Just a punt catch the when you're about man. to get the. But um, you know, even with those two mistakes, the Browns were even in the first half with Houston. It was fourteen fourteen. Yeah. You know, you make two humongous mistakes. You know, Nick Chubb fumbling and Jamie Gillen fumbling away a punt last week against Kansas City, and you got your doors blown off in the second half. Mm-hmm. That's the difference between playing a great team and playing a, you know, either just a – Houston's probably at best a meh team and at worst probably a bad one. Yeah. So. Yeah, so, I mean, I didn't think we played particularly well, but we got the win, and that's something I don't think we could have said uh, a couple years ago. And, again, there's Certainly example Certainly not with the coaches we had in 2019. Well, yeah, and there's examples last year where – uh, we didn't play well and we couldn't win. Now the Ra- I bring up the Raiders game, but the the weather and and the weather had a lot to do with that. But in essence, we should be we should have been better dealing with the weather than Vegas Raiders. Absolutely. So they I don't, don't have Grapple in Las Vegas very often. Grapple. I remember that. Grapple. Had you ever heard that term before? And you're a meteorologist. No, I had never heard nut. of that before. Before that game, never. Yeah, that's crazy. Um. So how did? How did we think uh, Baker played today? Because obviously that's always going to be the topic. A plus. Yeah. I th- I thought this was honestly one of the best games he's played as a pro. I mean, wow. aside from the, really? you know, maybe it's not a stat stuffer type game, but again, nineteen of twenty one. The guy you can't you almost can't be more efficient than that. Yeah. Uh, guy got knocked out of the game. Yep. Came back. Didn't miss a play. And literally just like. Showed okay. You think I'm just gonna sit back there and you know I'm not gonna play physically? No. He, he comes after the, <laughs> the defense with his legs yeah. and then scores a tying touchdown. That and was, then, I mean, the guy was the guy was incredible today for me. That was one of my favorite moments. Was after getting his ass kicked and that shoulder injury for him to just have the yeah. the stones to get back the, out uh, there and scamper the in. Yeah, to scamper in for a touchdown was that was that was ballsy and yeah. Yeah, I think it shows a lot about his character and his attitude. I think it's. I think it speaks a lot to his, his maturation too, because, you know, that play started. He it wasn't a uh, quick get the ball two seconds and then run. Like he was back there three or four seconds. He really looking, hung out. Yeah. Looks to the right, look to the middle, and then he's like, okay, I got to get out of here. 
Um, so I thought that was uh, that was really good to see, especially in the red zone because you know you can't turn the ball over in the red zone. He doesn't do that. He doesn't turn the ball over in the red zone. So um, yeah, that was really good to see. I thought he played uh, particularly well. I thought especially once Jarvis went out and we didn't have a lot of trustworthy wide receivers out there. I think Stefanski did a good job of kind of okay, let's bring the offense back in. Let's do what we do best. Mm -hmm. We're going to play action, bootleg, throw it to the tight end. We're going to run the ball down their throat, especially in the second half. Um, and we kind of grinded out that win. Now, when Davis Mill, when they sh when they came back from commercial break for the second half and they showed Davis Mills, I was like, okay, we're winning this game. We're not going to lose to Davis Mills. Um, but it was cool to see them kind of grind out those. It what they they knew it it wasn't their day. A lot of guys were getting hurt on both sides. In fact, the Texans, I think, had way more injuries. This, this game was a mash unit kind of a game. Speaking I mean, of injuries, by the way, gosh. kudos to Jed Wills for gutting out and didn't practice at all this week. And I think the Browns put him – because usually when you don't practice at all, you're not going to play. Right, right. But with Chris Hubbard also getting hurt, our left tackle situation was kind of, like, scary. Yeah. Um, so kudos to him. I, I, I he, thought I saw him maybe tweak it. Uh, he came out of the once. game, yeah. but uh, it, I forget what point in the game, but he played at least the first half yeah. and, and and I think a good amount of the third quarter. Yeah. Um, so kudos to him for gutting that out. Uh, I wanted to make sure uh, he got credit for that. Um, there were, you're right. There was like a stretch, though, where oh like in the middle of that game where, every honest play. to God, it was every single play was either an injury or a flag. Yeah. There, there was like a, That's a not... stretch of like three minutes on the clock that, honest to God, took – 30 minutes. That's how you know that game was, like, grummy and was uh, just, like, just, all right, let us get out of this thing with a win. Yeah, I'm like, can we just start going home? Like, hit the yeah. rolling clock. Let's get this show on the road. So we've got we've got the uh, – before we go around the NFL, we've got uh, we've got the Bears next week. Oh, Bears. The Bears. Um, like you said, who knows if Andy Dalton plays after he got in injured and had to come out. Um, what do we think? Obviously, they've got a good defense, um, but they struggle mightily on offense. This is going to be a really Good. interesting game for the Browns' defense because, again, the Bears' offense is horrifically bad. This is a team oh, yeah. that they should be able to, they should be able to have a get-right game against. And if you're seeing We're either saying Andy the same Dalton thing about this week, or though, Justin too. Fields doing 80-yard touchdown drives next week, you know it yeah. may be a precursor that this is just going to be a long season defensively. Right, yeah. which is upsetting because they tried to totally remake the defense this year and. We're seeing the same things that we saw last year. So uh, it lends me to believe that maybe it's more schematically than it is the actual talent on the field. One caveat to all this, and this is this is something I was thinking about earlier and I wanted to hit before we really did move on. On the flip side of all of this defensive talk, we held the Chiefs to 10 points in the first half last mm -hmm. week. Yes, the wheels fell off the bus. Yeah. And we had numerous things contribute to blowing that game. Sure. We have – I think we have what we need. I just think that we need time to to get it all gelling still. Yeah, you're probably I, I, right. I think it's. I think that it's linebacking is uh, is still my my concern. But yeah. big picture, I think guys like Garrett and Clowney get right. I sure. think that Ward is going to get right. Sure. I think that um, it's great to see Delpit in there, and, yeah. and hopefully he can have similar games like he had today going forward. So like, I I think we've got. For the most part, the pieces and and whatnot, and I don't, 
a lot of people are already calling for Joe Woods is is his job, and there's been moments where I felt that, but I think that like, well, you guys got it. I think you was it was it you guys fire a coordinator in week two. Was it you guys or was it a different uh, group chat that I sent it to that I that I got frustrated? I got yeah really yeah. With you, Joe you said it with us when yeah. when when Houston scored that second touchdown to tie the game right before halftime. I was like, oh. yeah, no, that was I was not because because I was I was the way that. The way that the the Texans game planned against us perfectly, mm-hmm. we struggle with linebackers, and basically their entire offense in the first half was misdirection, was yeah. you know uh, zone reads with Terod Taylor. It was misdirection with uh, jet sweeps. It was um, you know counters with the running backs out of the shotgun. It was a lot of stuff to get our linebackers moving, and that's just that's just a disaster for yeah. us. I mean, gosh, the running back, you know. Misdirection screen that they ran uh, for the touchdown for the Phil, touchdown to Philip Lindsay. Lindsay. I mean, yeah. there wasn't even a defender in the screen barely. Yeah, that was uh, as soon as he caught that ball, it was like, oh no, yeah, it was bad. But no, it, I I agree with you, and and you could say there's a lot of similarities between the defense this year uh, with what you're saying and the offense last year. The offense yes. last year struggled for majority part of the first half of the season, and then we, you know. Luckily, we had our bye week right in the middle of the season, mm-hmm. and they kind of recalibrated during the bye week, and we just took off in the second half of the year. So, yeah. you know, you could be right. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm hoping you're right. I'll say that. I'm hoping. Yeah, and it'll be fun to see. This is going to be an interesting game with the Bears because it's going to be, in terms Not of Bears. units, it's going to be a matchup of good v. good and bad v. bad. Yeah. Like their offense and our defense have been the clear struggle, uh, struggle points for yeah. both teams. And their defense is rock solid, and our yeah. offense is I'm can, hoping, can, can groove. I'm hoping so. OBJ can play next week. I, I mean, I hope so too. Yeah, that's going to make up. That's going to make a huge difference, especially with Jarvis out, because you could, you could, and Jarvis isn't a guy that's going to take the top off a of defense, but especially no. after that Schwartz, but you uh, got to keep an eye on him. Yeah, but especially after that Schwartz mishap, we could not take the top off of Houston's defense today, mm-hmm. and we really didn't even try, um, yeah. because I feel like. Stefanski was confident enough against the Texans to bring the offense back to basics from a running and a tight end standpoint. We with, are going to game. chub, hunt, and play action everybody to death. Yeah, that is that is what this this offense chunt. is. Chunt. We are going to chunt and play that action. Sounds so bad. It sounds that. horrible. Horrible. By the way, I've been calling McLaughlin uh, extra points McMuffins. <laughs> That shout out to uh, Jordan for that one. Um, I, I I made a comment. Uh, I t- I tweeted earlier from super bad. Yeah, the drunk old guy comes yes. in the bar and he goes, "Hey, look, it's McMuffin." That's exactly what he shared. He shared that gift because I was like, "By the way, I still oh, need. Yes. We still need a, a replacement for the Parky Posse." And yeah. he he just responded McMuffins. with the the, the hey, he with that gift. Of, hey, look, it's Mc, it's that it's, McMuffin. It's McMuffin. Yeah. So I've been calling extra That's points awesome. McMuffin. What are the field goals? Uh, I just—it's all McMuffins. Are the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a, a, tri, a, a triple or a, a three Mc, piece. The a, McMuffin Mafia. A, tri, a trip McMuffin McMuffin Mafia that could work. Um, it's <laughs> still clearly a work in progress. So if you have some ideas for what we could call the replacement for the Parky Posse, the problem is I feel like uh, until we get the and and Chase Chase might be the guy, but until we get like the actual guy at kicker this might be like a yearly rotating thing yeah that could, yeah <laughs> but uh, um good old that's got, got a couple of mcmuffins today that's so. hilarious so yeah browns <laughs> win uh, what are we thinking next week for the bears game let's give a little uh snapshot early prediction 
I think it'll be a pretty similar margin of victory. I think uh, the Bears' defense will do enough to slow down the Browns' offense, enough particularly if they don't have Beckham. Yeah. But in the end, I do think the Browns' defense will play better. And whether it's a uh, banged-up Dalton or it's you know Fields making his first start, which, oh, by the way, I did predict, um, I don't. I don't think the Bears will have enough. Yeah, I think it'll be similar. It'll be, a, I think, a lower-scoring affair between their offense not being so great and our and their defense limiting us a little bit more than Houston did. So I could see us maybe winning a, a 24-17 type affair. You know, lower scoring, but still a similar-ish margin of victory, 7-10. to 10. I wonder what the line is going to be on that game. That'll be interesting. It's it will not, gonna, not be 13 not and be a half. 13, no. It'll probably be somewhere between seven and ten. I could see it being yeah. like six, even six and a half. It could be. And the Bears are coming off a win, and like like you guys said, their their defense is they're the Bears are rarely going to get blown out in any game because their defense is so good. Their defense will keep them in it. Um. So, yeah. Uh. Hmm. Yeah, I think I'm with you guys. I think it's going, and I think it it's going to be another game. It's going to be frustrating because I know we're better than the Bears. But it's going to be another one of those games where it's going to be close late, and we're just going to have to we're going to grind like, it out, get a win. But we're going to be all grumbly and pissed about it again. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if OBJ doesn't play. I I probably won't get all grumbly and pissed off about it if we win by like three. If OBJ plays, I expect us to be more explosive mm-hmm. in the offense because then you can put OBJ on one side, Schwartz on the other, and just whoops, yeah, yeah. Just so go, just go play jump me. ball, you know, yeah. go play jackpot. So we'll see. Oh boy. Uh, excuse me. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I could see us uh, 27 27 20 maybe, something yeah. something in that range. There you go. Yeah. I just I think our uh I think our offense grinds out touchdown drives and the good thing about us is is generally we're pretty good in the red zone, so a lot of times when we and because Stefanski's so aggressive, uh, when we get down there, we're hard to stop because of how well we run the ball and how well we do play action and all that. So generally, if we get down into the red zone, we're probably going to score a touchdown. Well, so far, we're perfect from the red zone. Yeah. When Only you, that one field goal one or is field, that outside yeah. of the red zone? No, that was it. So, like, we're perfect. Yeah. We're, we, we score. This year, we score. If we hit red zone, we score. We were up by seven at that point in the second second uh, half. Yeah, I was a little bit because he's so aggressive. I was a little bit uh, surprised that Stefanski didn't go for it. I think it was fourth and four. Uh, yeah, I think the, if it was shorter, if it was fourth and one or two, I could yeah. see that actually being a thing he would have done. Yeah. Was this uh, the fourth and two where they came out and they tried to draw Houston offside, no, but then no, that was know. different. No, that was different. This but, was this was down. I think. Right around the edge of the red zone, and it was four. It was fourth and four, and they 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 put the field goal unit on. I yeah. think I think Stefanski kind of knew. He's like, if we get a two score lead, we kind of probably because we can, of we can nurse because that. of because of uh, Taylor's injury and him not being out and them having a rookie quarterback playing for the first time. If we got a two score lead in the second half, we're probably going to put it away. Yeah, that was a fourth and four at the thirteen. Uh, they probably figured, yeah, again, two score game. That's kind of a big deal, and you know, sure. it's, uh, the thirty yarder that's shorter than an extra point. So. Right. I did think uh, one coaching oddity was uh, the Texans' decision. Yes, to I'm glad you reminded me of that. Decline the penalty against. Do you remember that. this, Steve? This was early. There in was the game. some weird coaching decisions right. by the Texans. Talk about this. I'll bring something else. Up yeah. Next. So 
was what fourth and or third and fifteen or fourteen? Third was, and fourteen. It was very long. And third they, and fourteen. They 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 gained. It was like it would have been like four, twelve or thirteen. Yeah, it been like fourth, fourth and two, fourth, fourth and, one and one or two. Yeah. And there was we had offsides. Browns offsides, and I the thought for them was they would rather decline the penalty, take yeah. those yards, and kick the you know the kick to to try to pin us deep. That was clearly the thought. But I got to think originally he was like, okay, let's decline it and then let's go for right. it. And then I think he peed himself. And then maybe chicken out like, or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. That was my thought because it was just so strange for him to – for them to do that. Yeah. If you wanted to try to pin us deep, that's fine. But then he, the, the punter just booted it straight into the end zone <laughs> for a touchback. So, like, yeah. congrats. Like, I guess – they would rather th- third and what would it have been third and nine or third and eight. Third and nine, yeah. So third and nine w- was not appealing to them. They didn't think they could get nine yards. But fourth and one, just go for it. Just yeah, you know, they game, were on our side of the field too. And it was early in a game before they realized that they were going to be in control for the next you know two quarters. Yeah. They were probably at that point thinking it was going to be a shootout anyways. This whole stretch of the game was sponsored by Purdue Chicken. I mean, it was it was, it was that, and then I mean, sure to what? Because I was expecting you to say I was expecting you to say it was uh, brought to you by Parkview, the smartass play of the day, brought to you by Parkview Homes. <laughs> So the not even sponsored more, the by even the way. More, the even more egregious decision was the Browns. Okay, so the Browns tie the game up at fourteen. Yeah, they kick the ball off. Texans get the ball at the twenty-five. Yeah, minute and eleven left in the half. They got all three of their timeouts. They didn't even try to score. They had, both teams had two timeouts. Or excuse me. Okay, maybe they they had to use one. Oh yeah, they had an injury or something. They used timeout earlier. Yeah, but like. Okay, I agree so you with you. You have timeouts I, yeah. and a minute eleven left, and it's a tie game. I get that you get the ball coming out of halftime, but like, okay, so they they run a draw play. Okay, maybe that's not a bad call, speculative play. See what you get. They got eight yards on that play. Yeah, I think that, I and think they that, had a timeout right after that. So it was like, okay, so now there's a minute and four left. You're now at the thirty-three. It's second and two. They come out and they run the ball again. Yeah, I, what I, in the world were they doing? I think it was this was a this was a situation uh, where. This is a guy that's been hired as a head coach that's never been a coordinator before, and he's like, I think he's in his 60s now, or he's in his uh, upper 50s or whatever. So it's like he's never been a coordinator before, and you're and you're gonna make a 60 year old man your head coach, like that's. And again, I'm not going to fault him because he was put in a diabolical situation down there in Houston with everything going on with Deshaun Watson and. And uh, them them trying to like remake that roster on the fly, and they got a bunch of like veterans in there that mm. are that are like NFL caliber, but there's reasons why they're not on the teams that they were previously. So, uh, but yeah, that was those were two it, baffling decisions. It's just a such a stark reminder of what the NFL used to be yeah. and what it is now, because teams would more regularly just give up at the end of halves and, yeah. and not really push it. Okay, well, but now it's like, I mean, it, Romeo Cornell used to do it all the time when he was the coach of the Browns. You know, you just, oh, and the, it's listen, weird to listen, see in now, today's and day the, and age. And the flip side of that was Kevin Stefanski started using his timeouts, and and there was five seconds left, and he wanted to give his punt returner an opportunity to return a punt maybe for a touchdown. You know, or, or yeah, even on the plays though. before that, you know, maybe there's a bad snap, maybe uh, the running back fumbles, or, yeah. you know, you're, you're just giving you more opportunity for something to go bad for the other team. Right. Um, yeah, I uh, 
Yeah, those are those are great points, um, and it's why I'm um, I'm happy that we have the reigning coach of the year as our head coach because he's definitely one of the most aggressive coaches in the NFL. The numbers bear that out. That speaking of him being aggressive and the numbers bearing it out that you should be more aggressive. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was just baffling some of those decisions. That 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 third third and fourth down one was just like was very strange. Yeah, what are you doing? I mean, I guess it. it Again, if I, they end up pinning us on the one or two yard line with a ridiculous kick or whatever, then it's still weird. But like, fine, okay. Right, I, but, I guess it. Sort but your of punter worked. should be able to do that from the fifty too, and not like right. from the fifty as well, and not you know. Which, by the, the way, forty two or wherever they were. Right. After that first, when when the Browns recovered that muff punt, I remember tweeting out like, "Ah, Jamie Gillen redemption game," because I just got all excited. That was not a good punt. No. It was another bad he short did, punt. <laughs> he did have he did have one he which had was one a little late. bit of a coffin corner where it went out of bounds at like the ten. The, yeah, like or twelve or well, yeah, around yeah. there. It, it, he had one later in the game. And kudos for him for not dropping I, a snap. I, I got all pumped up though after that first one, but again, that the the muff punt had nothing to do with his, right. uh, unless it was so short that it caught the returner <laughs> off guard or whatever. Yeah. But I mean, right. if he had maybe. to run up to it like maybe. Maybe. at, at I mean, quick pace, you know, that can sometimes he didn't be really. A bit but difficult. yeah, I think I think it was. He was going like this to catch it. I think maybe it, it barely nicked his chest first and bounced down onto his hands and just kind of threw up all over himself. Yeah, just kind of but crapped himself. It's yeah. still an inexcusable play. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, Completely. 100%. Yeah, you, I mean, think about like, this game if the well, Texans like, had been up 14 nothing instead of 14-7. Yeah, well, well, I, well, I'll say, like, catching a punt is inherently more uh, difficult than catching a snap of a of, uh, on a punt. Yes. So, like, doing that is not as egregious as what Jamie Gillen did last week, but – Kudos for him. He didn't drop a snap. Yeah. So maybe he can tonight. He can enjoy his pint or two, like he said in his press. His uh, I'm sure he already presser. is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Over in Tremont. So, all right, let's go around the league. All right. So we'll start in the AFC North, which we uh, alluded to earlier. Um, talked about this game at length already. The Bears defeated the Bengals in Chicago, twenty to seventeen. So the Bengals oh, Bears uh, fall to one and one there. Um, it was Justin Fields' first action as a pro he wasn't that great today but he did enough to at least keep the bears on track to win that game so both teams are one and one there also in within the afc north the las vegas raiders are now two and zero. Oh. they go to pittsburgh and they, they beat the are Steelers my second favorite team right now in the 26 NFL. to 17 i was wrongity wrong on this game and i was right i was right really happy about that i was rightity right oh that's awesome Thanks, Steelers one and one on the season was along also, with the Browns and the Bengals. I was also right at the right about the Vegas game last week. Yeah. Hey. I'm just gonna fade all of our division rivals. That's all I'm gonna <laughs> I do. I guess I'm just not a believer in the Raiders yet, but like that's oh, I'm, two listen, that's two really good wins for the I'm Raiders. Not, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not a believer in the Thank in you, the Vegas. In the Raiders either, but I kind of am. I'm. I'm actually. After watching what they did to, I think the Ravens and the Steelers are very much not what they used to be. But those yeah. are two. Those are still two really quality. Like the Raiders are going to be a problem for us in towards the end of the year. I, yeah. I like. They are very. Yeah. Easily when could you be, go to play them, that's that could be end up being a much bigger game. Than they're we thought. they're not going to win their division with the Chiefs there. So that's a team that we could. Really? If we end up. Win- yeah. I, I don't think there's any world in which the Raiders. I don't know if we can well, they, out. They I mean, did beat them last really year. Big wins. Once. Yeah, I that mean, it was just one of those weird he, he, games he, where Derek Carr was just 
he was just getting the snap and just chucking bombs. Yeah. And he just out, he, he's good. He, just, he is good right. for a couple of those once in out, a while. He just out bombed Mahomes that day. Yeah. I don't know. All I was getting at is if we end up winning the North yeah. and and the Raiders end up getting a wild card, they are potentially a matchup for us. And yeah. I I would not want to play them come come you know playoff time although the favor would theoretically go to us with home and the weather and all that jazz but as we saw last year that weather didn't really do a whole lot for us but at any rate i digress anyway back to the scoreboard oh wait but before that sorry um and i know for the people who are listening they don't know this but i did text you guys that that Steeler meme of that guy shitting himself and trying to wash it off in the bathroom did you watch did you see that steve yes that was unreal. I mean, what, what was what was the caption set? It was it was Portnoy shared, and he goes, "Nah, nature is healing." Nature is healing. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Was Steelers fan standing there with his jersey just hanging over his oh bare ass as he yeah. washes his shitty pants out. I can't, but could you, like, what he must have been so drunk. What precipitates yourself to crap yourself that's at a, the game? That's a bad time. Maybe it was. Uh, Maybe it was the uh, fact that the Steelers were crapping themselves. Probably all over shouldn't the field. have eaten at Chipotle earlier. Hey, hey, there's not. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Come on, there's nothing wrong with eating Chipotle. Now, if you would have said ta- like, and I and I like Taco Bell. If you would have said Taco Bell, I would have believed you. Bro, I love Taco Bell. I, that, you know I may what? I may get Taco Bell on the way home. Oh, I trust me. I have not <laughs> I have not eaten since 10:30 this morning. Yeah. I'm going to get something. There you go. We were name bro- dropping a lot of brands in this podcast. Seriously. Yeah, hey, if any of you guys want to uh shout out. Yeah. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Back to the scoreboards. Pro- probably <laughs> the best played game of the one o'clock window was in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, the Rams a late field goal to beat the Colts 27 to 24. Can I get this uh real quick? Sorry. I hate to keep doing this, but can I get this in uh, talking about the Pittsburgh game? You got to do it after a Steeler loss. Come on. That's fair. Come on now. That's fair. The Rams, the Rams. are 2-0. and Yep. And the Colts are now 0-2. They've lost their first two games both at home. <laughs> not, Car- not exactly a good start for them. Which, it, which again, up, directly so. is good for us because that's that's another team that's a potential um, AFC wildcard team that everybody mm-hmm. was talking about at the beginning of the year. So for them to lose, it's good. The lucky thing for Indianapolis is that the AFC South stinks. Oh, it's bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Jaguars, case in point, they Jags. lose to the Broncos 23-13. to And, you know, Denver's 2-0. and um, The Giants and the Jaguars are the teams they've beaten. Exactly. So I don't know how much stock you can put in that. Both those games are on the road. Maybe that makes it slightly better. The Giants but, suck. But, the I mean, shiniest of turds is still a turd. So, I mean, <laughs> I, just, you, I just know fan. we're going to see the <laughs> wiping your pants in the bathroom. Aaron Goldhammer this week, like, hey, the Broncos are two and zero. Yeah, I'm sure he will. Just wait, just wait for it. Yeah, when do we play them? Week what? I don't like week seven or eight, something like that. Oh, no, we play the Cardinals week. It's seven. just a random game there in the middle somewhere. Yeah. But anyway. Back to the scoreboard. We've got two uh, two divisional games in the AFC East today. They both stunk. First, the Patriots defeated the Jets twenty five to six. I can't. I cannot believe I took the Jets on that. I cannot believe. Yeah, I I, I saw that. I'm like, bro, what the hell? Here's, let, yeah, here's what I, oh, honey, what is you doing? Let me <laughs> let me explain myself. I started I I started doing like the it was like the first four games and I was taking the favorite in every game. I'm like mm. I I got to I got to somewhere. I know I know that feeling. It, yeah. You have to throw in a dog somewhere. Yeah. I get it. And I then do. I just the wrong dog. <laughs> that was a dog that got neutered and Has didn't even Bell- make it to the start line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, kids bop Jim McMahon yeah, you guys is are, not you guys, exactly letting it up in New York. You guys are <laughs> You guys are, 
It's Bob Jim McMahon. You guys are welcome. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. That's stupid. You guys are welcome for that, by the way, in our uh, in our pick 'em pot, uh, pick 'em uh, competition. So. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, as Ryan alluded to earlier, Buffalo. Boy, were they just mad and upset about last week because they yeah, went to know, Miami and they pounded why, the why Dolphins thirty-five do, to nothing. Why couldn't they do this last week? I don't know. This is why I like Vegas right now and f the Bills. I'm Knocked Tua Tagovailoa out of the game and Miami apparently just had no plan B after that and they just uh, who completely is the crumbled. Anybody know who their backup Jacoby is? Jacoby Brissett. Oh, he's, and he's actually not that bad. Not a scrub. Like, he's, he's not Fitzpatrick, but yeah. who also got hurt yeah, last back, week? Uh, just uh, burn the burn the tape kind of game for Miami. Mm -hmm. In Philadelphia, the 49ers were in control for most of the day. The Eagles made it a little bit interesting toward the end, but the Niners come out with a victory 17-11. to What was the spread on that game? That uh, uh, I think it was the the Niners by three, so nice. that was a cover. I took the I took the Niners. I did too. A weird uh, score. 49ers 2-0. They won both of their first two games on the road. Granted, not against great teams either, the Lions yeah. and the Eagles. So they'll get their... Uh, challenge here coming up, but uh, you know, two and is two and zero. Meanwhile, the shock result of the one o'clock window, and this game wasn't even close. The Panthers yeah. crushed the Saints twenty-six to seven. A week after he was so good, Jameis Winston was terrible this week. Yeah, I think we, and I'm I'm uh, I'm very much at fault with this uh, because I wanted to take the Panthers, and then for whatever reason, I'm like, oh, Jameis was good last week. He's probably going to be good again this week. I was thinking about I it, too. But I, was like, I took the bait, hook, line, and sinker. Like, eh, yeah, yeah. it's Carolina. They won last week. was against the Jets. So, like, yeah, we, how we, good are they? Carolina's one of those teams sitting at 2-0. and It's like, you know, are they any good or not? You know, but at least they have a decent win on their resume, unlike these other teams. Jameis, so. ha Jameis has a track record. He can look very, very good at times, and he can look very, very bad at times, and that's uh -huh. the story of his season so far. Going to the 4 o'clock window now, the Buccaneers, you know, actually were had a stretch where they were up 28-10. The Falcons actually ran off 15 unanswered to get that game close, but... Tampa has reasserted themselves. It's now forty-one to twenty-five. So Tampa looks like they're going to two and zero. Oh. Yeah, and I can breathe a little bit easier Brady, because that was Brady, my survival game there. Is so. Brady ever going to? No, he's just a straight just, vampire. Yeah, I mean, he was five more touchdown passes today. God, yes, nine and two. Two to games. Gronkowski, two to Evans, and one to Godwin. My God, I'm fine with that because I'm going up against Antonio Brown in fantasy. So thank there you, you Tom, for looking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> Go. We got the other games in the 4 o'clock window are all close right now. The Titans were down big early against the Seahawks. They've battled back somewhat. They're only down 30-23 to 23 at this point. Hmm. Uh, Seattle is favored, I think, by 6 in that game, so that would be a cover as of now. Yep. But, um, I mean, Tennessee's fighting. There's 10.43 left in that game. I think I stupidly uh, took Tennessee. And they may still cover that game. Yeah, they could. Know. They could. But uh, I can I mean, pull it up. But see. they're not going to kick a field goal to cover. They're going. They're going to go for the touchdown. Right, they're going so. for the touchdown. So yeah, maybe maybe even two point conversion to win the game if it's close enough to the end. Who yeah, knows? it was six and a half, and you took Tennessee. Gross. So that is a gross situation there, though. Gross. I, I have Russell Wilson. I need him to throw something. We have got a major shootout going on in in Arizona. The Vikings trailing the Cardinals thirty four thirty three. Wow. Right now, there's yeah, four twenty. Four twenty-five left in that 24, game. 24-23 at halftime. Oh. I hey, hand up. I guess I, w I I was wrong. Well, they still might lose, but I was wrong on Kyler Murray and the Cardinals because I I didn't see it. But hand Same. up. 
Kirk Cousins and Kyler Murray both with three touchdown game uh, touchdown passes in that game. Dalvin Cook's already got 121 yards. You like that? Game. Yeah, Kyler's actually up to four. You like that? He's so, got four tu- four total touchdowns when you factor in one with his feet, although he yeah. did throw two picks. This game is probably going to come down to whichever team holds the ball last. Yeah, you know, the Vikings lose this game, they'd be zero and two, and and you know basically having two games that were right there for the taking. Uh-huh. Cardinals will go to two and zero if they win that one. Which is good, such a the, Minnesota thing to do. Yeah, too. the good thing for them is that this is their division for the most part. Well, their division's too. bad too. And uh, who knows? Like, what did Green Bay do today? And they play on Monday, don't they? Yeah, they play Monday. Yeah. They play the Leones. They do. Yeah, and then final game of the four o'clock window. The Cowboys currently lead the Chargers seventeen to fourteen. Chargers mm. are actually about to kick a field yeah, goal ca- to tie that game. The up. Cowboys are winning. The left. Cowboys are winning, and Dak has done nothing. And he's my he's my starting quarterback in both of my fantasy leagues. Well, Justin Herbert's not doing a whole heck of a lot for me either. So yeah, no, I set Mike Williams. And I'm, I'm uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, more than likely beat the uh, the two elder statesmen of our fantasy football league. Uh, uh, the first two weeks, I my I beat your dad last your dad? week, and then no, uh, Doug of the oh, Bijan Wolves. Mm. Not a bad way to start. Taking the old the old guys behind the woodshed. <laughs> and the kick is good. It is 17-all now with 3.54. Dallas is about to get the ball back with about four minutes left in the game. Interesting. Well, if they're going to score. CD Lamb. Yeah, exactly. That's because <laughs> I, have, I, have, I have Dak and CD Lamb in a, uh, in a league. So they did that quite often last week. Yeah. So if the Cowboys win this game, they'll get to 1-1. One one. If the Chargers win it, they'll actually be 2-0. and oh. So that would be a really yeah. good start for them. Sunday night game tonight, as we alluded to earlier, the Chiefs going to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Chiefs would go to 2-0 with a win. The Ravens would actually fall to 0-2 if they don't win that game. So hmm. kind of a big game for the Ravens. They don't, they don't, I mean, 0-2 is – I mean, the statistics are not very good with teams starting 0-2 as far as making the yeah. playoffs. They so. have they have the extra opportunity with the 17th game. So 0-2 isn't as Maybe debilitating. Maybe not as big as it was. It's not as debilitating, but – you don't want to start 0-2. That's why that's why I was so into that Vegas uh, Baltimore game last week because I Kansas City's gonna beat them tonight. I'm almost certain of it. Even though it is at Baltimore, I just I don't think Baltimore's is as like I said, if Lamar gets hurt, I think they're one of the worst teams well, in the league. I didn't agree with you on Pittsburgh. I don't agree with you on this game either. I would You think Baltimore's gonna win? I do. <sighs> uh, well, hey. Good. Good because you Hopefully been, I'm wrong on that one too. Yeah, good. Tell him just like maybe I'm just not buying in on the Chiefs as much as everyone else is. I, I don't know. I think yeah. I I, I I alluded to the fact that the Raiders may you know actually. Have a I think I think for me that. it's more so the fact that I don't think the Ravens are as good as they've been. Oh, you obviously. I mean, you you're just not a Lamar Jackson guy. You're not a Baltimore Ravens guy. So. Well, they just well, lost so much on defense this year too. Put all the offense aside. And I think, and I, I don't blame you at all for that. Quite frankly, they're competitive with Lamar Jackson. I've said numerous times today. If the, if Lamar gets hurt or you take Lamar Jackson off that roster, it's one of the worst in the NFL. Agreed. They have nothing on offense, and their defense—they lost losing, a lot of guys, and they lost Pro Bowl guys in the in the secondary. And they yeah. lost their top corner. I mean, Anthony Villanueva might as well be a be a. Uh, he's a ghost of himself. What are those called? Olay. Uh, oh, <laughs> <I'm mad laughs> he's, just, he's just letting that guys in left and right. But uh, and Ronnie Sta- Ronnie Stanley got hurt. Their their uh, left True. tackle. So True. it's uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, to, we'll uh, see. To see. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with the. Uh, uh, with the Chiefs, and uh, they're they're not built to to beat the Chiefs. Not if they're behind. I mean, the Ravens. Well, the Ravens yeah. would have to you know be ahead for much of the game yeah. to to win the game. Right. So, um, yeah. So and that's then, around the league, right? Well, oh, well, Monday. You mentioned the Monday game. 
the Lions and the Packers both 0 and 1 playing at Lambeau. Yeah, this is the get right. So, uh, this is the get right game for Green Bay. I, mm-hmm. I it really ought to be. I mean, it, it, this would be like a season over if Green Bay doesn't yeah. win this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Very true. So, well, that's where we are. Again, AFC North. You know, I had said you know danger ahead with regard to that last week. We're all good now. I mean, Cincinnati and Pittsburgh both losing, and especially Baltimore. Certainly, if tonight. Baltimore goes down tonight and falls to zero and two, it's a that perfect would make week. Things even better. Yeah, can we can we uh, pump the brakes on the whole Joe Burrow Bengals train? Everybody, he makes one good throw, and everybody's like, "Oh, he's Joey Joey Bengals or whatever." I'm not a buyer on Joe. I Burrow. like Joe Burrow. I think the I think the Bengals are going to Tim Couch's ass. I hope not because I I like the kid, and that's why I'm not a buyer on Joe Burrow. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a I'm not. I don't doubt him. I, I don't like the situation he is in. It's what we have done here in Cleveland for years. And that's a lot coming from a Browns fan. No, I, I get because we've seen we've, – the problem – not the problem. The, for us, it's been a lifetime of us it, doing it's, that. To, to our credit, we've seen this movie numerous times. We've done this before. Yeah. So, like, we're, 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 <laughs> we're skilled and trained at, at yeah. seeing good quarterbacks come into bad situations yeah, and get ru- ruined and run out of the league. 100%. All right. So that's going to do it for us for on this postgame show. Uh, victory edition. Uh, happy Victory Monday to you guys uh, tomorrow. And uh, we're going to get ready and look towards week three. Can't believe it's already week three in the NFL uh, next week. But uh, Bears coming into First Energy Stadium. Deal beers. Hopefully a similar outcome with the Browns with a double-digit win next Sunday. And, uh, you know, we'll be, we'll be, uh, we'll be back to recap it all. So, uh, be on the lookout for LOTL coming out this Wednesday. And, uh, yeah, for Ryan and Steve, I'm Dan. Follow us on social media at the LOTL podcast. And uh, we'll see you next week. Go Browns. Bye. Peace.